Gum Pie, Big Gun Brian Petrie, giving out the lot. One is mortal, you know it won't miss. Gonna take a shot. Dog lot, that's the underdog. Yeah, they in the hunt. Send them home, that's KO or submission. Get somebody done. Slime ball, yeah, that's the parlay. We gon' make it known. Pick em Pie from MMA Tapes. Yeah, let's get it going. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Listen to listen, listen, world. Okay, I have the most loyal fans in the world. I don't care if we get ten people, twenty people, the fucking people who stick with me through all this bullshit that we got to go through just to watch me and my guys talk about some fights. I love you, y'all. Uh, can you guys hear me? Can you guys hear me? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Oh my gosh! This is this is this is this is a fucking joke. BP audio is out again. Can you hear me now? Check the mute button. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yep, gotcha. you're back now. What the fuck? I have a tech ghost, bro. Literally, I get on here, I'm doing my whole spiel, and it says my mic was unplugged. I think it might be this thing. This is my my favorite thing in the entire world, the Rocaster Pro. It's an all in one podcast machine. I, you know, I don't know. I might have to throw it in a fucking dumpster. Anyway, listen, I love everyone coming back. We're not going to spend too much long in the intro. We all kind of like the card. Christian thinks it's dog shit. Let's get into the first fight. Uh, Diana Belbita, who is easy on the eyes, plus 105 versus Maria Oliveira, minus 125. I'll start this off. Listen. Female opener, you go dog, right? Deanna Belbita's up and down the UFC. Maria Oliveira has fought nobody. Give me the prettier girl, even though I think Maria Oliveira is not ugly. Give me Belbita. I follow her on Twitter. That's my analysis. That's all I got. Give me the dog starting off the night. Belbita. Timbo, what do you got, babe? I'll tell you what. To be a low-level women MMA fight, opening the car... I kind of expect this to be uh, mildly entertaining. Okay. These two chicks throw down um, a lot of volume. I think both of them, you know, obviously their UFC records aren't great, um, which explains why they're opening the card. But uh, a lot of volume from both. Uh, definitely going to decision. But um, shit, I'm trying to find my goddamn notes that I can't, of course, get open. But uh yeah, I mean, I think it goes to decision. That's obviously a, a, a very popular play, I'm sure. Low level, low level women, women's MMA, um, chicks that don't go to the ground, a lot of striking. But uh, I see it being a dog fight. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I think the Warrior Princess is here, Belbita. Okay. Um, nice. Not, not any real reason behind that. Just kind of going flip ball, spaghetti fight. So give me nice. Belbita. Christian, now Timono, I both picked Belbita. Now remember here. I know chicks, bro. So if you go against me, you're hanging an L. Are you going against a guy that knows chicks? Well, you said you just said you're taking the dog, not that you know chicks. And as you can see from Trinidad's uh, live or updated lines, yeah. you would be on Oliveira then. Damn it, Trin. Uh, well, fine, whatever. Yeah. I got uh, yeah. So what? I got these Monday. It's Thursday. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this fight stinks, just like Tim's hat stinks. Yeah, um, what's up, Timbo? We got a Nugs guy in the house, my guy. 
Hey, I've been rocking Miami, baby. I ain't never seen. I ain't never seen Christian with a with a Denver merch. Well, he's got he's got fucking a Djokovic tattoo on his back. His whole back's covered with Djokovic it's, or Djokovic. It's the jersey tattooed. On yeah, him. man. Um, yeah, I'm gonna. Like I'm that. siding with you guys on this one. Belbita's more aggressive. Um, I think she can get some takedowns. She's kind of kill or be killed. Um, I think she's she's got four subs on her record. Um, Oliver's grappling pretty bad. Um, she stays busy with her striking, but she doesn't have too much pop on it um i just think it's a you know it's a pick them they are both quite good good looking though but um uh, belbita is probably a little bit better so i'll take her do you guys do you guys follow ben the bane davis do you guys follow that guy on twitter do you yeah. know what i'm talking about but i don't ever get on twitter huh is that the guy so he yeah. so he got exposed someone leaked his dms because he was trying to hook up with a dude or whatever he's, he's bisexual I, I believe i think he likes both men and women but when i first know new bane or whatever i started following him is him and Belbita used to just go at it on twitter like like flirty flirty on twitter i haven't done that in a while uh you know and again i mean this dude he knows chicks maybe he gets chicks i don't know but uh I like Belbita here, but I, whenever I see dudes. her, whenever I see her name, he just, it just reminds me of him because uh, there he is. Genie's here. What's up, Genie, my dude? All right, next up, David Dovrat, minus two seventy five versus Steve Urch. Hold on, I had this name pronounced Urchig plus two thirty. He's kind of terrible losses. Absolutely couldn't agree with more. Oliveira's never fought anybody. Anyway, um, Dovrat versus Urchig. Plus two thirty for the newcomer from Australia versus David Dovrick. Um, let's put this up. Trinidadi's nice enough to do it. Minus two sixty five plus two twenty five. It's right down the screen for all the people who are watching live. Christian champ status. Who are you liking? You liking the Undertaker? You liking David uh, Dovrick? I've always kind of been a fan of his. I don't know why because he's not really that impressive. But for some reason, I I see something in him. I think he's good. Um, I didn't go and watch this. It's Urcheg. Is that what you said? Yeah, man. That's Not what Urcheg. I said. Okay. Um, yeah. So Urcheg. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, it looks like just wiki capping him, sub guy. Um, I don't, what do you have? Like one knockout, two knockouts. Um, either way, um, you got a top 50, you got a guy in the top 15, even if he's not the, if he's not the, um, not the best fighter. I'm gonna take the guy that's that's been there, done that. Uh, it's a huge step down for him. So, yeah, I think as long as he can keep it standing, he's got 81% takedown defense. He should be fine. Just stay out of stay out of subs, and you'll be all right. Gotcha. Zvorak sure, can grapple anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, I'll stick with him. So this is I, I watched a lot of tape on Urshak because uh, because I'm like this guy's interesting to me, right? He's tall, he's long, he's fought high up in weight. Now he's at 125. He looks like he, I mean, he has like structurally, he has no chin. Like it's like sunk into his face, right? But these Australian guys are starting to get pretty good, right? Back in the day with Anthony Paroche and all these guys, you get knocked dead. It's not like that anymore. Australia's booming with talent. This kid's pretty fucking good. And he's big for the class. He's got a good check left hook. Defense is to be uh, desirable, right? Not the best defense, but he seems to be able to take it well. Good record. Submissions off the chain, wrestling okay, but if he gets to the ground, he chains them together really well, takes a back real well. Dovak's really good on the ground as well. Prior to coming to UFC, he was submitting everybody, he had a couple knockouts as well, very well rounded. But coming to UFC and seeing him live, I'm like, eh, don't know if this guy's got that juice. 
Now, with that being said, Ursig making his UFC debut, don't know if he has a juice either. But when you're hanging plus 225, you're going to get a little bit of a squeeze from the juice man myself. That's what I'm like, take. I'm taking the dog, baby. Give me the Australian, the Aussie. This is definitely, that was a pretty good Australian accent right there I just hit with. I, don't, I can't do accents. That was pretty good. Clip that. Someone clip that. Uh, Urseg, minus 225, or plus, excuse me, plus 225. Add it to my card. Um, I don't know if he finishes. I would love a finished prop because that's going to be fucking juice. But just just give me the money line. Timbo, take it away, babe. Yeah, I think Skynet in the chat with a nice uh, nice stat there. DeVork yeah. was minus 380 earlier this week. Money's coming in. Smart money comes in early, boys, and uh, I think you just switched my opinion. Um, hey, you know David Dvorak. I don't really have much respect for him, other than he's got the best nickname in the game. Yeah, it's a cool but, nickname. Um, has he earned it? No, no, he hasn't earned it. Um, so yeah, rest in peace to the Undertaker. I'm taking uh, Urchik here as well. I think this this fight, I mean, because Dovrak has a ton of UFC experience. He's fought really good guys. He ballooned really early at minus 380. I think people sniffed that as a rat line early. Yanni the Greek got on that early and said, this is a rat. Um, it, he's fought the better competition. Ursaic hasn't proven himself yet, but I think this fight's going to be way closer than the line says. Um, I think Ursaic's kind of a dog in there. He's in shape. He's Like I say, he's big. He's long. Uh, he's going to give this guy some fits. All right, next up, Blake Builder, minus 200. Versus Kyle Nelson plus 170. Again, I got these lines on Monday. It is now Thursday. Trend Daddy will update it because Trend Daddy is in a part of the team now. He's an extended member of this fucking squad. Uh, producer. He's, he is a producer. <laughs> I wish he could produce his show so I don't have all these fucking technical <laughs> difficulties. Um, I love this fight for one of these guys. Uh, I'm very confident in it. Here's Trend Daddy right here. Yeah, minus 240. So Builder's gone up. Kyle Nelson plus 200. Timbo. You're the champ, not the champ, but you are are 100% the guy who's won the belt the most. So I'm curious to see who you got here, bub. Uh, I mean, damn, Kyle Nelson's still in the UFC. Mm-hmm. This is fucking one, two, one, four, and one. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, damn, you're he's fighting that featherweight. So, like, mm-hmm. Jesus. I don't know who he's sucking off to, to keep a roster spot, but, but uh, I'm not confident in a guy who's one four and one. I don't know about you guys. I think uh, Blake Builder's got a lot of hype around him. Um, obviously, he's looked good in his two appearances that, that I've seen him. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of power. So I'll go. I'll go with Blake Builder here. Smart man, smart man. There, Christian. Do you uh, have the same sentiment? Sediments. Uh, sentiment. Yeah. So, there you go. I, do have the I same can talk. That. Uh, that Timbo does. Yeah, uh, Kyle Nelson has no gas tank. He's dangerous. It ain't got no gas in it. Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, and to the guy who came at me on the, the, oh, here we go. the YouTube comments last week, uh, I'm picking big uh, Blake Builder, here you go. a contender series alum against an established UFC veteran. Yeah, man. Come at me this week. Come at me this Come week. Come at Christian. I'm, I'm, I'm there he loves it. Let's Get see. It. Uh, Let's, yeah. let's see Builder's what is. a good wrestler. Um, problem is he loves to get hit in the face. And Kyle Nelson, although he's not very good, is dangerous early. Um, I imagine somewhere in the second round, Builder subs him out or ground and pounds him out once Nelson quits. That's my read on it. So, yeah, give me the DWCS alum, Blake Builder. Let me – let me. 
So I don't want to get ahead of myself because Blake Builder is 32, very new in the game, very dedicated, knows that I started late. I got I to gotta make up for lost time. And I'm not saying he's going to be champion or anything like that. I'm not getting ahead of myself like with the Bo Nickel stuff. However, him at plus 240 or minus 240, it, w- that's stealing. This guy should be minus 2,000. Kyle Nelson stinks. The only redeeming quality he has is he's got red hair. That's it, and he fights in the UFC. There's not many redheads that fight in the UFC. Paul Felder's gone. Ed Herman's basically gone. Who else is there? Kyle Nelson. He's Canadian. They threw him on the card. He's one and four in the UFC. He's obviously got naked pictures of someone somewhere while he's sucking around, but he's sticking around so he can throw him on his Canadian card and go, hey, look, Canada, we got a guy for you. Dance, rabbit, dance, and then he's going to get murdered by Blake Builder. Minus 240 is crazy. I'm placing all my bets tomorrow. I usually place them on Saturday. Placing all my bets tomorrow after the weigh-ins because North Carolina does not have legal betting. I'll be there for a week. So, uh, Blake Builder, I mean, this is a mortal lock of all fucking mortal locks if you ever have one. I mean, good God. Regardless of how the locks shake out at the end of the show, this guy unequivocally should be a mortal lock for everybody. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, let's see what the chat says. Nelson's best quality is that people confuse him for Garam. That's true. Uh, took my grandpa's ear little thing. I can hear again. Thank you, AG. I'm sorry for blowing your ears out, man. Yeah, 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 you boy. I'm going to sue. I'm just going to sue Ecamp. That's what, this is what's going to happen. Uh, next up, you got uh, Alman Zahabi, Faraz Zahabi's younger brother, plus 110 versus Orlichi Long, the Mongolian murderer. This guy just scares yes. me. So yes, Mike Carlo gone, Sam, uh, Smiling Sam gone, the gender represents very low. Very loves why he's in the roster. So I'll take the fight first here because Olichi Long, the Mongolian murderer. Um, I need to get that sound bite because goddamn, it's the scariest fucking thing in the world. This, because when he says it, you can tell in his voice he's murdered people before. Um, you get Zahabi, the updated line. Zahabi's a dog at plus one, 100. So line's moving a little bit in Olichi Long, the Mongolian murderer, uh, is way. Uh, Alicia Long, the one thing about Zahabi that he's got going for him, I don't think he's the best chin, but he moves really well, right? He's bouncing, he's moving around, he's, he's smart, his brother is his coach, so he's a tactician in there. And then when you look at Alicia Long's fight with uh, Jeff Molina, Jeff Molina kind of did the same thing, right? You know, he moved really well. It was a little bit of a war in the beginning, and Alicia Long loved that. But then when it when it started getting picking up, he slowed down, and Molina uses footwork. I, I'm going to go Alicia Long because he's got power, and I think he can catch Zahabi. But I can see how Zahabi just dancing around, blah, blah, blah. He's in Canada. He wants to get a win, in and out, in and out, mixing some takedowns in. You know, Veras has got to have a good game plan. I like him as a dog money here. Um, if, if you're playing that way, I just happen to be on the other side because I've said the guy's name three times, the Mongolian murderer, and I don't want him to come knock on my door because he will if I pick against them. So Olichi Long is the pick. Christian, uh, what do you got here, Ben? Um, I am shocked that this line is so close. I've never, I don't, I've never picked a hobby. I always pick against him. I don't know what I don't like about him, but I mean, he's got such low output he does like you were saying he just loves to dance around he's got no aggression and he's going against the guy that's giant for this division yeah um I, I think the style is much more appealing to the judges i mean the mongolia murderer there you go it's, oh yeah i think uh 
Look, I think he's better everywhere. I think he should be like minus 150, minus 160. So I I, I think this was an easy pick. I, I don't know anybody that's picked. Well, we might find out, but I haven't heard of anybody picking Zahabi. Yeah, zero output. Yeah, zero. Skynet, yeah, so Skynet nailed it. Anybody zero. picking Zahabi, let me know. I literally haven't heard anybody. I tell you what, because they haven't been to Canada in a while, and they haven't been Vancouver even longer. So you got to look for some funny judges, right? Canadian guy's going to get a little bit of a pop. His brother's a legend. You know, at least you're long, you're right. Aggression and everything. But, you know, it's like he could hit Zahabi fucking 20 times to Zahabi's one, but Zahabi might get a clinch or take him down. And the judges would be like, nah, he won that round. You know, like it's 1990 fucking seven. Timbo, what's your take on this fight, babe? There. Thank you. Uh, I hate that, like, it's becoming such a norm for us to expect shitty judging. But it's crazy. Uh, that's unfortunately what, yeah. what the situation calls for. So... In order to uh, relieve myself of the anger I'm going to have when Zahabi wins a split decision that he shouldn't have won, I'm going to pick him on this podcast, and then I'm going to laugh at you guys in the chat afterwards and say, I told you that was going to happen. I love a told you so bet. I love a told you so bet. I really do. Jose Ramirez is picking Zahabi, though. So you got you got one guy on your side. Minus 120 is a good line. Tannen Temple, sharp as they come. Uh, and you got to remember, he's a murderer, though. Timbo, listen, if this guy comes knocking on my door, I'm going to send him your way, bro. Down the VA. Speaking Watch about VA, Miranda Maverick. <laughs> Next up, minus 300. Woo. I know she's climbed. Trin will fa- catch that line for us against Jasmine Gersovacius. Hell yeah, nailed it. Canadian, another Canadian. Um, listen, guys, I mean, this is. I mean, come on. I mean, the one thing that bothers me is we were just talking about judging. Miranda Maverick has been fucking burned before. Going against Canadian, who I don't think is very good. Um, I think Miranda Maverick wins this everywhere. I think she's coming on the feet. I think she played bully ball, take her down, beat her up. Jasmine's not great off her back. Volume very low, no power, no finishing. Miranda is out in Colorado training with some of the best women ever. Uh, give me Miranda Maverick. I'm all in. This could be another mortal lock. Problem is, is she's, she is quite high on the price. Uh, t- uh, Trend Daddy's got that right there. Jasmine plus two forty. Miranda Maverick minus two ninety five. So she has come down since Monday, about a half a nickel there. Um, Christian, I'm gonna save it for Timbo because Timbo's a VA guy. What do you like in this uh, this spot here? Yeah, I have picked Maverick, and I think every one of her fights. Um, I, there was that Macy Barber robbery, which I mean still bothers me. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I'm not as high on her as I used to be. I don't know what it is. Like her wins, when I look back, they're just not that impressive. She fights close. I mean, choking out Sabina Mazo means absolutely, absolutely nothing to me. <laughs> Wasn't as good as my Aussie in the beginning, but I give you A for effort, bub. Sorry, man. I'm just a master uh, of accents. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, neither of them are great strikers. You know, I do feel like this is going to end up in the clinch, you know, cage pushing it, a lot of wrestling going on. One's a college wrestler. One's a, what a Canadian national champion. I don't hey know. bro. Hey, don't disrespect uh, Canada like that, dude. Yeah. I'm not sure which is better. Um, Jazzy Davisius is much, much bigger though. Um, and much older, but I, I don't know if that really, she's young in the fight years. Um, their skill sets are super similar. And you said Maverick is, or Jasmine's bad off of her back. Maverick can't get up either. I mean, she, she gets, ain't going to get put down. there, bro. She yeah, ain't going to get put there. Going to get that, uh, that, one of those Greco throws or whatever. That yeah, the style. head, the head and arm toss is. that every fucking female does. Yeah, this, this is yeah. going to be a close fight. And I, you know, 
Maverick is definitely overhyped, and I sure. think I'm starting to realize that. She's not the future champion I once thought she is. Give me Jasmine Jazudovicius in this fight. I, I think she can take it. I, I'm sure she'll win one round. Uh, she's Canadian. See, I told you so. I mean, maybe she'll get the local rub. But, yeah, this line's stupid. Give me Jasmine. Uh, Trin likes the dog here, too. She doesn't have any raw power of Maverick, but I think she's a better wrestler and way bigger. Uh, Tatum Temple, who's a sharp. I feel like the Canadian is the only advantage Jasmine has, but Maverick has some duds. Moreno is pushed by you. Barbara stole her spot. Head and arm, total rock. Yeah, rook move. Head and arm throw is just, I mean, come yeah, on. But it works. Um, I think Christian picked Jasmine because his name is Christian Costello with two C's and she's Jasmine Gervaisa with two J's. I think there's a little biasy there. Timbo, you're from Virginia. Mavericks from Virginia. Show them how to pick a fight without being biased. VA, let's go. I'm actually going to be unbiased in this because Brandon Maverick is a little overrated, in my opinion. Um, granted, she did completely controlled. It was by Aaron Blanchfield. Mm-hmm. Who is likely going to be fighting for a title right. here very soon? Um, but I mean, JJ, as I'm going to refer to her, that's what we call her, the Wolfers. Yeah. Uh, she's, she can hold her own too. And, uh, oh, you know, I definitely see this going oh, to decision. My cousin. You know, and uh, again, with those judges, this is shit can no, go down. That's, Michael, uh, that's my cousin. What so, up, Mike? Yeah. What up, Cud? Keep going, Timbo. You're so rude, Christian. Wow. Sorry about that. Timbo's about to give a whale play here. Now, whale well play is uh, Maverick and uh, by decision. You oh. know, I think you know she's getting better. She's training with who she needs to be training with. Um, cardio's there. I think uh, I think it's even closer than people think. But uh, you know, I think I think Miranda there. So even at minus three hundred is a nice parlay piece uh, yeah. for the weekend. Yeah, I agree. Listen, Maverick is she's definitely getting a ton of shit because she did get rushed in. She got overhyped. She was in that one night tournament before the UFC and everyone saw potential. Dropped a couple losses. Barber, which I thought she won, and obviously Aaron Blanchard, who's an absolute fucking beast. No shame in that. Changed her game up. Left moved across country, left her life, and 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 she's looked better for it. She landed four takedowns her last time out. Her striking's getting uh, getting up there. Jasmine, a little bit older, bigger, sure, but slower as well. And Maverick is beefy. Maverick can, can land takedowns now. And I, I think, you know, cardio's going to kill here. You're right, though. Maverick off her back is, is bad news. Uh, it's going to be a battle of positions. I don't think Maverick's going to get taken down like she did. She hasn't been taken down her last two fights. Um, she learned her lesson there, but Jasmine obviously pushes the takedowns a little bit. She landed three her last fight, 41% overall in her UFC career. Um, but I still like Maverick here. I th- again, I think she is overvalued. I don't love the line, but with 11 spots, I've listened to like so many podcasts this week, uh, MMA podcasts more than I usually do. And everyone's just like, eh, it's a pass for me. Every fight's a pass. What are you gambling on, man? Find a spot. Oh, I don't like it. It's a pass. I don't have a good read. Get a better read. What are you passing on? This is the sport. This is what we do. We gamble. The fucking passing's crazy. You can pass on one or two, but pick your spots. Don't love the line, right? And the dog is obviously active. It's a woman's fight in Canada. Judges can be anywhere, but give me Maverick. All right, sorry for getting all hot. You know, you went my neck there. You know, I got to shake that one out. Speaking of shaking one out, uh, next up, big fight for your boy here. Uh, Nasruddin Imunov, minus 145. Chris Curtis, the action man, my boy, my friend, my personal friend, Plus 125, he is the underdog here. Um, I, do you want me to start or end? I'll start. I'll, I'll start. start. Okay. I'll, let me start. Let me start. Let me start. 
Listen, uh, I'm confident in Chris all the time. Obviously, I'm picking Chris. There's no doubt about it. The, these guys were supposed to fight pre-UFC. Imanov got signed to UFC before Chris. This was supposed to happen either in Europe or Canada for the Brave promotion. And then they were supposed to fight in the UFC as well. Something happened. I can't remember who pulled out, whatnot. Uh, Imanov, though, is 6'3". He's a big boy, and he moves well. That is a problem for Chris, right? Um this is the only fight he's fought in the UFC that I'm not confident. In. I was very confident in the Jack Hermanson fight. You look at Jack Hermanson, who's not known for a stand-up, but he's 6'1", 6'2"-ish, moved laterally and just frustrated Chris, and Chris had a bad performance. Couldn't get the hang of him, couldn't catch him. Imanoff moves really well. He's got that kind of karate style. You know, he lunges in with his shots. Good striker, very good kicker. Not the most overwhelming power. I mean, Sean Strickland beat him on like four days' notice for five rounds at 205 pounds. Um, but his cardio has been lacking in the past. Yes, he went five rounds with with uh, Sean Strickland, and he's got some finishes in there, but you look at the Phil Hall's fight. You look at the Joaquin Buckley fight. I mean, these are guys Chris has fought as well, and he just died in that third round. Like, you know, Joaquin Buckley was a very controversial decision. He just died with cardio. He's coming off ankle surgery apparently too, so I don't know how much cardio he is doing right now. Um, let me see what the updated line is. Uh, Trent's got that. Imanov minus 155, Chris plus 135. But Chris struggles with guys that move well. He just does. He's very flat-footed. Early in his career, he threw a lot of kicks. And we look at the his contender series fight. He won by a hook kick knockout, right? This guy can kick. And the biggest thing, though, is his boxing is very elite. He wants to get in. He wants to get close. He fights tall guys well because he rips the body. Problem is, though, is the footwork is what I have questioning here. So this is the only fight I'm not confident and Chris in. Obviously, I'm going to pick him. Obviously, I'm going to bet him. Plus 135 is a good dog number. I think this could be a close fight. But I see it happening like a lot of Chris's fights. He's got to start fast, and he knows that. I haven't talked to him before this fight. I congr- He's having a kid, so I congratulate him about having a kid. And we talked a little bit about, you know, ch- you know parenthood or whatever. But um, he, uh, I haven't really talked to him. Before the Gaslam fight, he told me the biggest thing for him is to start fast. I got to start fast. Dropped that first round of Gaslam. Second round, got that weird headbutt, right? And then won the second half of the round, but it still was the bad optics, and it was a very close round. And then he won the third, but he slowed down that fight as well. He's lean. He's already on weight. Um, I think the cardio is going to be there, and I think he's got to rip that fucking body. I'm looking for a third-round knockout because that, that was his specialty in the regional scene. Keep ripping that tall guy's body. But I got to be honest with you, this is the fight that scares me. But this is the fight that Chris has won it. Like, I've talked about years, not years ago, when Chris entered the UFC. Chris was calling for this fight. He called for two guys in the UFC. This one and Justice Duplessis. These are two guys he's always wanted to fight. So there's something in there that he knows that, hey, I can get this guy. So obviously, I'm going with Chris. Dog money. But it, I'm a little uneasy about it, for sure. Timbo, hit me up. What do you got, babe? Um... I think you're exactly right about him having to start start faster. God, um, I think the if you're betting, God damn, I can't even pronounce his name. Imanov. Imanov, yeah. Imanov. There's no Imanov. N in it. Imanov. If you're if you're betting Imanov, you got to bet him by decision. You mm-hmm. might get like a, a small plus number on that. Um, you know, Chris Chris doesn't get finished, and I don't think Imanov has the, the power to get it done. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to think Chris is motivated after the the Gastelum fight. He kind of got screwed on that, mm-hmm. um, as we as we've all heard. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, people are talking about oh, he Sean Strickland beat him and he took it on short notice. Mm-hmm. Well, that fight on short notice as well. Yeah, and he was preparing for a fight, but he took a totally different opponent on short notice. Sure. Um, 
Give me, give me some. I think uh, you know him training with Sean Strickland, obviously having that uh, that perspective, and Sean to help him, you know, really kind of figure that puzzle out. Um, I like it. I like a finish, um, but you know, I think Chris Curtis money plus one thirty five is, yeah. is really good value. So give me that as well. Yeah, this is a really tough fight to pick. I mean, I, listen, I've. I have a couple guys I really root for, and I and I've, I've made it perfectly clear with everyone that I'm very un I'm very biased when it comes to that, and I'm and, and I'm a personal friends with this guy, so I'm trying to take off those glasses. I'm looking at this analytically, and again, it, it really comes down to that first round, in my opinion. And, and if Imanov's gonna gas, because I didn't know he apparently he's coming off a nasty ankle surgery, doesn't he, you know he cuts a lot of weight. He's six three, he's long. Um, Chris has done really well against long guys, so historically, but the movement, you know, this could be like a three round thing, and. The, the one thing about what's funny about Chris is Chris is the most competitive guy I've ever met in my life, right? Like, he would compete at everything in the gym. And so when he loses, it's, you know, it's, it's, he goes on Twitter and he has a little, you know, <laughs> people are starting to turn on him a little bit because it's like, you know, I, the Hermanson fight, I, I, I didn't like how he acted, obviously, with, with the, the Hermanson fight. That was a fight where he was just frustrated. Yada, yada, he acted poorly. That's going to happen. With the Gaslam fight, though, I got you know I got to give him. I mean, he did get a headbutt it and it fucking knocked him out for a second. So obviously there's, and that was his biggest fight. If he wins that fight, he's fighting someone else probably. But he's also been very active. You know, um, this is like his fifth or sixth fight, and he's only been in the UFC for less than two years. It's crazy. Um, CC, what do you got here, babe? Uh, very good fight. Very tough fight to break down. Uh, yeah. I know you got the shirt on, so tell me what you got, bud. Yeah, it is. There we go. There he Chris is. Curtis. Hey, stop running, baby. Stop running. What'd you say? Is that a medium? Yeah, it's a, it's a little. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I should have got the large. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, so the only problem with that stop running is that this dude will run. That's yeah. what French people do. They run. Oh, they run away. Bro. Golly. Been doing it, been doing it for centuries. <laughs> and he's going to be no different. Uh, sorry to any of the French listeners out there. We have a lot. You know, people yeah. think my last name is French, so we got a ton. <laughs> right. I can't even remember how to say sorry. In you know what's so funny, though? Is on a real quick, quick antidote. Uh, I, I run my, you, you know, you got to run your podcast through a platform that sends it to other, you know, iTunes, Spotify, whatever. So I do Anchor. And there's a breakdown of countries I've listened to my show. I swear to God, I don't think there's been one person from France that listened to the show. So I think we're good, man. Go ahead. All right, good. Um, so yeah, I, you know, obviously, I'm not joking though. This dude is probably going to be. He's going to try to replicate that Hermanson mm -hmm. game plan. He does sure. have that huge size advantage, um, and it's that big cage. Got more room to work with, so I don't see why he would stick and move. It's uh, proven by far the easiest way to beat Chris Curtis. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, Chris is going to have the power advantage, experience advantage, chin advantage, cardio advantage. The only thing I don't see him really having is just the size. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think he's. He is the better boxer. Mm -hmm. um, he doesn't. He doesn't get taken down. Um, so you really got to take that out. And the way I look at it, Imovov, like he fights his best or he wins when he's really mixing it up. He is mm -hmm. going for takedowns. He's landing takedowns. You know, he is. You know, either do, working ground and pound or like some sort of grappling. But with Chris, that he's just proven in the UFC that it's most likely or it's just not going to happen. So mm -hmm. if this is just going to stay on the feet, and if you know Chris has learned from his mistakes and he's willing to chase this dude down and cut some angles, then I think give me Chris Curtis. I don't see why I can't hey. do it. I, if this number keeps on growing, I'd love it. 
I love it. So. Yeah, I mean, everyone I've listened to this week has broken this down the same way. A lot of people, or most of the people I listen to are picking Eamon off. I get it, right? You know, the, the movement is going to be crazy. It's going to be a killer for Chris. Chris used to kick a ton, and he would get taken down a ton. A lot of his losses early in his career is because he, he couldn't stop the takedown. So he goes, heavy, heavy plant feet. You're not going to run through my hips. You're not going to take me down. I'm, I'm strong in the clinch. And when you plant your feet, you get more power. Chris used to never be a one-punch power guy. It was an accumulation cardio. I'm going to build you up and break you down in the third round. Now he's one-touching guys, right? One-touch Phil Halls, one-touch Buckley, uh, Brendan Allen. So he's changed his style a little bit since he went to Vegas. Um, and I don't think the kicking, you don't need to kick Imanoff. Imanoff's going to be the better kicker. You're not going to be a better kicker within six weeks of training. But you do need to have to cut that off. Start fast, big cage. He knows that. He's a smart guy. This is like his almost his 50th fight. I know it's well over 50 if he had his amateur career. This dude used to, I mean, this dude used to show up to some fucking local gym in Kentucky eating the buffet, and they're like, hey, we need someone to fight. And he steps in there at heavyweight and beats some guy and makes him shit his pants. That really happened. Um, so you know, this guy's been fighting forever. He knows what he needs to do. What's funny though is you know, I love fighters. Like when you're so close to something. You have to get away. Chris doesn't watch UFC. He doesn't know who people are. He doesn't watch MMA. Never really has. He's not going to be on the desk. and He's not going to be an analyst on the desk because he just doesn't know anybody. So it's funny to me that I think he actually knows this guy because, you know, he doesn't do tape study, but they were supposed to fight multiple times. Strickland fought him. So obviously he was, you know, paying close attention to that. So I think he knows this guy. Um, we're all on Chris, which I love. I love the support. I am nervous for sure. I'm going to be in Wilmington, North Carolina, eating my shirt, watching this fight. All right, next up, you got Eric, yo boy, Anders. Uh, Anders, excuse me. I've been watching a lot of workaholics, and they pronounce it Anders. Yo boy, Eric Anders, plus 125 yeah. versus Mark andre Barrio, minus 145. Christian, let's go, babe. What do you got here? Mm, that's, I always love when this guy's on the card. Mark andre Barrio. That's really fucking good, dude. <laughs> That was really use, good, dude. I did used to speak French. After so. talking shit about French people, that's really good. Skynet had a great comment. I'm not going to show it on screens. I don't want to offend people. But if you guys stroll up about the French people, and then, you know, it's, it's, it's I, it, I didn't see it. Scroll it, up. Yeah, it's right here. I can, sc I can scroll up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, right after Trindaddy there. He had a good comment. You know what? Fuck it. I'll show it on the screen. There you go. French suck just being French Canadians. Yeesh. Yeah. <laughs> the guy, yeah. guy don't give a fuck. Um, yeah, keep All going, right. Christian. Go ahead. Yeah, Marc-Andre Berriou. Um, pretty exciting fighter. I, I like him. Power Bar, a sweet nickname. Yeah, um, cool nickname. Yeah, you know, this way he's going to have way better output. Eric Anders is just, just loves to clinch, loves uh -huh. to push against the cage. I didn't even look. I have UFC stats pulled up. Let me see what his strikes per minute is. It's got to be terrible. Dead air. Dead air. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, somehow he gets, uh, oh, that strikes absorbed 4.22. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's throwing 3.3. He yeah. Your boy gets hit a lot. He gets hit a lot. Yeah, yeah and doesn't do a lot of hitting. Uh, obviously, last time out, he looked like career best. But you remember the time he fought uh, Darren the Dentist? He looked career best, and then he fought him again. And it looked and like dog Dodd. Later, dude, truly, truly is hit or miss. And the way I look at it, and I've never forgotten that he's just due for a miss because he fought good last time. I know he said he's going to finish out his contract and retire. That's the thing about like once you get retirement in your head, um, that's it doesn't ever seem to work well. 
Yeah, it's hard to win decisions. He's lost close decisions. I remember you had a big bet on him, um, and we did. It was it's one of those Asian guys. We thought. Oh yeah, Jung, Jung Young Park probably. Yeah. Yeah, we all thought he won the fight, but the judges didn't give it to him, and I couldn't really blame him because mm -hmm. he spent most of that time pushing against the cage. Yeah. He lands a hard shot every once in a while, but. Yeah, his, his gas tank's all right. Obviously, the only reason Marc-Andre beat uh, uh, <laughs> Julian, whatever, <laughs> Julian, I can't remember his last name, um, <clears throat> was because that dude gassed. Marc-Andre got his ass beat for, like, a lot of the first round. But You're talking about Joy, Julian Marquez. Julian Marquez, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, I, and you know what the thing is? Like, Anders does, Anders does get a good punch off every once in a while, but... Other than like that cheaty knockout, um, I really do trust Barrio's chin. Um, again, he's Canadian. He has a much more exciting style, <clears throat> and I think he, he'll keep building even if he loses the first round. You're not gonna you're not gonna win in you know home country first time there, and you're just pushing somebody and clinching them. So give me Marandre Barrio. God, I love you saying that name, Timbo. What do you got here, bub? You got your boy, which is a great nickname. Or you got? I'm not even gonna try to pronounce it the power bar because I'm gonna look like an idiot after Christian doing it. Well, you got to try it, though. Speaking about Power Bar, would you say his Power Bar is running out? Hey! 96 RS with a great, great fucking dad joke. Knocked out of the park. Timbo! I think Christian nailed it, to be honest with you. Yeah. Eric Anders, he has two fights in the UFC. One with five minutes of control time and one with eight minutes of control time without a single takedown. Mm -hmm. um, and, and lo and behold, I got to give some props to the judges that were starting to see like takedowns or or you know control time up against the cage isn't being considered in these in these decisions um and it's been nice to see like a fighter who wins one minute of the fight mm -hmm. or one minute of the round who lands significant strikes does obvious damage and then you know the other fighter has four minutes of control time it's usually going in the favor of that guy who did the most damage so sh actually shout out to the judges for that yeah. most of the time um i can see how this is playing out um, so yeah, give, give me Barry Alt as well. I think it goes to decision. Yeah, um, Anders is, but uh, I think there's gonna be a lot of pushing up against the cage from Anders. Not mm -hmm. much damage done. And I think Barry Alt will ultimately get better shots off. So yeah, give me on. Uh, give me Barry Alt likely by decision. Mark Andre Barry Alt. Uh, listen, this is. Uh, I put a couple extra unis on Barry Alt early in the week on Anakin Florian. I was very confident. Still confident. Still, my pick is there. Is Barry Alt for sure. Um, but yeah, this fight is going to be a grimy fight. I think Barriott has really jump-started his career, his second career, because he's not the youngest guy in the world, when he moved to Florida. He's looked really good since he's down in Florida. He's got a good guillotine choke. Takedown offense is okay. He's durable besides the chitty fight. And Eric Andres, he's only got like three knockouts in the UFC. Maybe, you know, he's not the biggest power puncher, and he's so inconsistent. Yeah, he went out there, and he looked good against Kyle Dawkins. That was Kyle Dawkins' last fight in the UFC, no longer with a promotion. But he looked good against that because he's aggressive. You know, this is a guy who's... He's on his last legs of his career. Had a really long football career. Was great. Spent most of his time in Alabama. And now he's in fight ready, or at least was. Don't know if it's current status. And I just feel like he goes in there without a real game plan. He's trying to win a decision. He's not going out there to try to win a fight with a knockout or go, listen, if I take the guy down, I can submit him. He doesn't have those skills. He goes, I'm going to clinch with this guy. He's going to get some shots off. I'll get some shots off. Maybe I'll win the decision. Maybe I'll get my win bonus. I feel like that's he's playing it safe. He's the most safe fighter in the roster, which I hate. So my pick is Barrio. But, boom! This is the green hammer. And I don't know who set this line, right? 
and this was okay. I got this line a couple days ago, so I may have moved. But the over two and a half in this fight was minus one sixty five. That is stealing money, stealing money. Minus one sixty five over two and a half. Barrios not going to knock out Anders because no one does. Anders is going to knock out Barrio. This is going to be a clinch fest with a couple strikes thrown. I bet you Barrio lands 50, Anders lands 35. Judges go, eh, let's give it to Canadian, right? Over two and a half, Green Hammer play of the week, minus 165. This is going to be a multi-unit prop play like it always is. Green Hammer, which we lost last week. I think we're seven and five on the year. Not bad for a prop play. Props are hard to predict. Over two and a half, minus 165 is a fucking joke. It's a lock. And Trend Daddy says it's gone up a little bit. Should have bet it early. Still at minus 175. That should be minus 1750. God damn it. Multi-unit prop play over two and a half. But the official pick, if I got to give a pick, which I am, is going to be Barrio. But I don't think I'm going to touch the money line. I think I'll just go the, I'll just go Green Hammer. All right, next up. We got the, oh boy. Hey, hey, Nathan Trey, baby. We got Danny Gay. Minus 255 versus Nate the Train Landwehr, plus 215. God damn it, I love this fight. Nate the Train getting the shine that he needs. He's sending quotes out there like, I'll probably win if I don't lose. Like, you can't, you know, Michael Jordan, you miss off a shot, or Wayne Grisky said that, miss every shot you don't take. No, 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 Nate the Train, I'll probably win if I don't lose. Get that tattooed on my body. This dude is crazy um uh, and i'm gonna go first because this is this is this is i'm really locked in on how you play this fight this is how you play this fight danny gay and if someone could chase that because i don't want my whole system to break danny gay by first round knockout chase that number for me trin or whoever in the chat danny gay first round knockout you play that that is going to be probably pretty juicy nate got slept by herbert burns who stinks he got slept by Julian Arosa, who gets knocked out by the wind, right? All in the first round, all within like a minute or so of the first round. He got stumbled his last time out. Darren Elkins wobbled him in their fight in the first round. But when the fight gets going, Nate the Train gets getting steam. He's moving, he's grooving, he's feeling good in there, right? You're not finishing the guy second or third round, right? You're just not. Danny Ige also doesn't get tired. So this is going to be an absolute fucking war if it gets out of the first round. And when you're going to war in Canada, plus 215 is what I have. I'm sure he's a little higher than that. Hey, hey, Nate the Train, baby. Nate the Train's the pick, baby. This is not uh, a, a homer pick because I will be playing Danny Ige knockout round one. I love that number or I love that play. I don't know the number. But Nate the Train's going to whip that he's going to lose round one. He's going to win round two, round three. Don't see a finish like Nate the Train by decision. Let's go. Christian, I don't know if you're a Nate the Train fan, but if you are, let's go. Choo choo, motherfucker. I've been driving this train for years. Hey, there he is. <laughs> Ever since he debuted against uh, Elkins, not, or not debuted against Elkins, but his when he fight beat against his Elkins, first when he win in the UFC. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he got that mic. I was like, this guy, that's just Yo, like this dude's something else, fighters. yeah. Um, yeah, has been ever since then. Blood, sweat, and a good-ass fight. I love I love that every time. Every time I got to get on the soundboard. Every time he does interviews now, he goes, Hey, Nate to train in the UFC. <laughs> like, it's like, he's so excited. That's <laughs> all he says. Yeah. That post-fight, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I mean, our literally the MMA takes post fight award is named after Nate the Train. So 100%. we've been, I mean, we've been riding him for, been riding that train for years. But this is a terrible, terrible matchup for our boy Nate the Train. Not great. Ige is just so much more clean, so disciplined. I mean, his his boxing is he's gonna piece Nate the Train up. Real quick team. before you finish, Christian, the number. Yeah. So I like I said, I'm picking Nate the Train money yep. line, but the number for Danny Ige to win in round one by knockout is plus 330 that's juice add it i love it you don't like that no for a first round knockout. yeah nate the train baby it's in the red in the pudding babe plus three you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna up me in a three to one put a fucking shekel on it bro you know what don't play it timbo play that and we'll fucking laugh at this guy in his face first round knockout is plus 330 that's terrible it's not it's what's gonna happen dude you're getting plus three thirty on something that's gonna happen. Hey, take it easy. Should be I minus thought, I thought money. You said the train is gonna win. He is, but if he gets if he doesn't get out of the first round, he's gonna get knocked out. Yeah. Go ahead. You know what? He might get he might get knocked out in the first round, but he might get back up. We've seen that before. Well, he'll get knocked down. He'll get wobbled for sure. That's Nate the Train yeah. UFC, baby. Yeah, I mean, both these guys. Uh, you know, both these guys have really good cardio. Pretty good output. I don't know. I Nate, Nate the Train's better. I like his ground game more, but Ige's not easy to take down. And no. I can't imagine that either of them want this fight to take place on the ground. It'll be like that Alkins fight where they're just bleeding. I don't know. I think I think Nate, I think Nate's gonna pursue the takedown, but go ahead. Disagree with on that point, but continue. Yeah. I, I don't think, think he will, will, but I mean, we'll see. I I I I don't even know if I'll bet this fight because I'm so excited for Come it. Come on, don't be one of those bitches. It's Nate the train. Oh, wait, it's a pass. Wait, it's a pass. Don't you fucking pass on Nate the Train? <laughs> I'm betting on Nate the Train. This is one of those weird times. I said it since that first day I ever did the podcast. I bet what I pick, but it's going to be opposite in this fight. I'm going to be picking Danny Gabe yeah. in terms of a pick, but I can't not bet Nate the Train. He's one of my favorite fighters. Sure. I love him. I hope he wins. I just, if I was lining it, I just like, man, Ike's kind of got him everywhere. It's yeah. just a, it's a bad matchup, but I'll be hoping and praying and betting and wishing that Nate the Train takes it home and he gets a post fight. There's no there's no doubt I don't disagree that this is this is a fucking this is a really bad matchup for him. But see, he was in Russia fighting all the OVs and the EVs, getting it done. No one gave him credit out there and he became fucking champion, which is crazy. Uh Timbo, what do you got here, babe? What do you like? You made a great point where uh I think Nate's going to be chasing that takedown. I think we've so seen too. Ige struggle against against elite wrestlers. Mm-hmm. But we've seen him struggle against takedowns. What was he taking on nine times versus uh, Evilov took him down? Uh, yeah, half a dozen, if not more. And um, you know that fight, granted, David Onama is no is no Dan Ige, but he's a big dude, mm-hmm. and um, Nate the Train just manhandled him. Um, went straight straight Russian grappler style on him, and I think if Nate, you know, stays calm and, and doesn't try to get fancy and crazy and, and actually does pursue that takedown like like he does have the ability to do mm-hmm. i think he could shock some people um maybe nate uh, churn daddy on the fucking money nate nate to win by decision plus 450 mm-hmm. takes a wrestling approach gets him down land, land some shots on the ground mm-hmm. i love that line better than that plus 330 nonsense of him getting knocked down the first round. <laughs> Nate the Train, baby. Hey, Nate the Train, baby. Nate the Train in the UFC. I love that so much. Uh, I love that. Listen, Ige has been taken out a lot. And another thing that you can consider, and I always usually add this into my breakdowns, Ige's fought fucking everyone, right? He's been in everyone. He's fought some really good people. He's on a skid. He rebounded well against Damon Jackson. 
I almost feel like maybe he goes, I'm fighting, I'm fighting Nate the Train. Like this dude, like I'm, I was, I was fighting, you know, Josh Emmett, who fought, you know, was fought for the title not too long ago. Who's this, you know, he might be taking Nate the Train lightly. And I'm telling you, that second or third round, Nate doesn't get tired. Another thing to consider, I know Christian doesn't believe in camps, like people move camps, it doesn't matter. He debuted, he was still fighting out of Clark County, Tennessee. He's now an MMA Masters, which is known for the cardio. MMA Masters is a really growing dream in Florida. So Colby Covington's out, several other fighters. So he's looked like a different fighter at MMA Masters. I think Nate's just got to put a pace on him, make this ugly like he does. Second, third round, start mixing in takedowns. Played safe that first round. You know, Nate's not the big power guy with his hands, but he's volume, volume, volume. And we've never seen Ige fade. He's got a chin on him, you know, but his takedowns, takedowns are there, right? I don't think Nate's going to win uh, by, dis- or, excuse me, by submission or knockout, but Trent hit it on the head, man. D- Dan Ige, or Nate the Train by decision, plus 450 is gorgeous, gorgeous number. Uh, so Timbo is on Nate the Train. I knew you were going to be. All right, next up. Mike Malott, minus 200 versus Adam Fugit, plus 170. Malott getting a lot of love here. He's the new, you know, Canadian boy that they're putting up there. Interesting, you know, this is a guy who doesn't have a ton of fights, fights at a team alpha male, um, is on a nice little win streak right now, but debuted at 145, then went to 55. This fight's at 70, I believe, 170. Fugit's going to have a good size advantage. Fugit coming off two losses in UFC. Hasn't looked impressive, but he does have a good wrestling base. Um, but I think this is Mike Malott's time. Mike Malott now is, is minus 205. Adam, forget about it. Fugit, uh, plus 175. A lot of sharps I've heard this week and seen on Twitter. They like Fugit. Size, wrestling, cool win decision. Mike Malott might be there might be putting him on a pedestal. They're giving him a feature bout here before the co-main and the main event. I, I'm not going to take the bait. I'm going to go Malott here. I might be passing up on some money, but I like Mike Malott. I think he's better everywhere. Uh, I'm a little worried about the cardio. Because he hasn't been out in the first round in his last two fights, right? He's just been finishing dudes. But good submissions, good knockout. But again, he's a little undersized in this fight. Um, but I still like him to win here. I think he's got more skills. Skills to pay the bills, babe. Uh, Timbo, who you like in this fight? Uh, this is kind of tough. And I hate that it's on the main card. It makes no sense to me. Um, but, uh, you know, Mike Malone, I think he's got some cupcake matchups so far. Mickey Gall, who's pretty trash. Yep. Yahan Lenace, if I probably butchered that name, don't care. Um, you know, he's got, he's got good grappling, um, you know, dis- submissions on his record, good power, as we, as we saw in the Mickey Gall fight. Um, it, man, he's no fucking slouch. W- what was the number on him? Where's Trinidad at? Was he a plus 175? Yeah, plus 175 for Fugit. Uh, yeah. If this wasn't in Canada... I'll uh, probably rock with I forget about it, but uh, it? I'll go Mike Malott here. I, I got him, Matt. Mike, you're going Mike Malott with with Timbo with the classic paper shuffle I heard you do. <laughs> Looking at your notes, I thought for sure you were going Fuga here. Uh, that's God. That's the only nickname it has to be. Uh, I, I'm not gonna pull fucking tapology because it crashes computers, but that's got to be his nickname. Uh, Fuga casts a is. Uh, last time out. Yeah, he beat Kinoshita. That, that another bomb off the contender series. I thought Fugit was coming off too low. See, no, he beat he beat the it's like a young Asian dude, Kinoshita. You're a young Asian dude. <laughs> I wish. Got him, guys. Uh, Good looking. Yeah, 
Asian Asian guys, but you know, they age well. There's a guy I used to work with. Yeah, I thought he was putting himself through college working at UPS. He's 46 years old. What the fuck? <laughs> age don't age. Age don't age. Don't. I'm like, so where do you go to school at? He goes, what? I got four kids. I'm from Taiwan, dude. I'm 46. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Um, uh, Christian, who you liking this fight, bub? Um, before I address that, I want to. There's a comment up there. Um, forget about it, but. Tony Petro, Tony Petrocola says, what happened to Christian's boy, Luan Lacerda, last week? That guy stinks, LOL. That's not my guy. My guy is Daniel Santos. Yeah. Brian's guy yeah. is Luan Lacerda. I whiffed on Luan. Daniel Santos whooped that ass. Yeah, I, I, whoever said that, I, I can't see it on the chat, but I whiffed it's on Luan, Luan Lacerda. I, he looked good against Cody Stamen. I thought he was coming in there, and he looked like a bum. Dude gassed out. He's shaking his arms off after one like, grappling exchange. I'm like, I'm fucked. There it is. All right, Christian, go ahead. Uh, Trin made that nickname up, but that's incredible. Trin should, that's probably, what he should do for a living is make up nicknames. You should probably get it, Adam. You get about that. If I, if I could pay people, if I made any money on this. By the way, I've been getting so many DMs lately about like, hey, let me make shorts for you. Let me make, you know, I'm like, great. But listen, I ain't got no fucking money to pay you. And they're like, all right, well, fuck you. You know what I mean? I, first off, I'd be paying my guys and I'd be paying Trin Daddy. Uh, and Tatum Temple, actually. She puts all my bets in for better than they tips. But I ain't got no fucking money. You know what I mean? All right, Christian, go ahead. Yeah. Um, there is a, you know, it's, I think Malat's only been out. Uh-oh. Out of the first there round once. There's like one out of the first round once. Um, so you can't, I mean, the way he fights, though, the way he fights, though, his, his gas tank's not going to last. It's just, I mean, he's aggressive. He's, you know, like full body movements all the time. Um and when he gets pressured, he does. He did not seem to like it. Who was um? What's that dude that? Well, Mickey Gall hit him a few times, and he. I mean, he responded well. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mickey. Mickey, Mickey Gall, Gall cracked was, him. Yeah. as well. It's actually in my notes. Gall whooped him for a bit, and that's not who you want to be getting whooped by. Um, Hakeem Dewadu. Hakeem yeah. Dewadu went right after him, and he did not like it. And the thing about Fugate is that dude moves forward no matter what. He's like that RoboCop or the Terminator. Doo, 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 dooo. He doesn't care. That Have you ever seen that highlight of him throwing just like 10 kicks in a row and finally throwing I just like your impression of the, the RoboCop or Terminator, whatever you did right there. What is All happening? right, good. That's what I'm here for, impressions. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, fight talk only. I, I do breakdowns for that guy sometimes. Like little there you breakdowns. go. Um, but, yeah, give me Fugate here. I don't understand this. Um the Malat decision that Tatum Temple said, I I just I would struggle to see him winning a decision, but I mean, stranger things have happened. Yeah, but so, a six to yeah, one. Give me the dog here. I like him quite a bit. So you're going Fugit. Sorry, I was I was distracted yeah. in the chat. Uh I don't Fugit hate that pick. I don't hate that pick. That's that's a very popular dog pick here. Everyone's going, Nate the train's gonna get slapped. I'm gonna go Fugit, you know, whatever. Timbo and I are gonna have the last laugh in the end. I want to point this out. Uh Justin uh Chuinam. Chuinam? If I watch the whole ad, do I get more? Do you get more money or whatever? Because I do the whole thing. Watch this when you do. Christian told me did the same thing. I really appreciate that. I don't think so. What's funny though is I go. I have like a YouTube studio thing, and I was like, I got like sixty eight bucks in revenue. I'm like, fuck yeah, sixty eight bucks. I'll take that out. And you have to sign up for Google AdSense or whatever to take it out. So I go do that. They're like, yeah, you can't take it out till you reach a hundred. I'm like, well, goddamn, what the fuck? I can't take sixty out bucks. Let me take sixty. I'll let you leave eight. Uh, so keep watching. I don't know if you get more money doing that or not. Um, oh, I click on that shit. I'm like, click oh, on that. If you buy <laughs> shit from them, I don't, know how I don't know how it works. I really don't. I just click the monetization button. I know, uh, like now YouTube's like cracking down. Like I, some of my videos got demonetized 
because within the first five minutes you can't cuss or something. And you know I'm cussing with the first five seconds. So yeah, they've not monetized me, but you know whatever. I mean, I'm just trying to get, I'm just trying to get to 100 bucks. I cashed out, put it all on fucking you know one of my guys. All right, next up, co-main event, which I think we're all here for, right? Main event is eh, co-main events fire. Charles Oliveira plus 120 versus Benny Benil Dariush minus 140. Very curious to see what Timbo's going to say about this fight. I don't know why I was. I, I'm try. I always try to figure out who you guys are going to pick, and I really don't know who you guys are going to pick. So I'm really curious. So Timbo, take it away, babe. I'm going with Darius here, man. Oh, and I okay. love Charles Oliveira, Duke Bronx. Um, but I think that Chan is just fucking. I've seen him get rocked too many times, and I know like when he gets rocked, he goes down to the ground, and it's like, oh shit, I don't want to go down with there there with him, which is understandable. But Darius mm-hmm. has got some legit power. Um, I I think his his code's been cracked, his chin has been cracked, and uh, I think Darius is going to find it. Um, you know, give, give me Darius here. I love this fight, though. Great fight. I'm not even really more, like, I'm not even interested in, in the betting. Uh, I probably won't even bet this fight, honestly, because I'm not that confident in it. Yeah. But, um, you know, Darius, it's his time. He deserves it. He's been fucking passed over one too many times. And, uh, you know, I think now it's finally he understands this is my opportunity. You know, if I go out there, get a finish over Charles, which is likely if he, if he is going to win, then uh, – and you know, he's going to get that title shot. So not too confident in it, but give me Darius here. Timbo, I love, I, I've known you for a little bit now. And I love that you said, I'm probably not going to bet this fight in our group chat. Come Saturday night. You're definitely going to bet this fight, brother. <laughs> I know you, you're my guy. Uh, real quick. Let's have, let's have, uh, help out Justin chewing on here real quick. I've won plus knockdown round one, Nate money line fight to go to the decision at plus one fifty five. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I, I don't hate that at all, especially the number. I think Nate could definitely get knocked down or, or out. Hopefully he doesn't get knocked out because then you want uh, the fight to go decision and Nate to win. That is very likely to happen. You know, the only thing is, is, yeah, I like, I mean, listen, we're not talking about plus 500 here. We're talking about plus 5,500. Yes, that's a good bet. Uh, great breakdown by Timbo, Tatum Temple. This fight, this fight is fire. Four KOs and four subs are red flags for sure, though. Uh, way too many people are on Darius here. I think this is a good point by Anthony Horn. Way too many people on Darius here. He's so underrated that he's become overrated. That's kind of true, right? I have a 2020 undergraph green prism card Denver by Darius. Nuggets. If he can win the belt, that good card goes up the value, I would assume. Let's go all respect to Charles. So I don't know how those cards work, but yes, we'll go up in my Vegas fucked up making Charles. I'm going to rob them. Ty is confident in Charles. Anyone says they know who win this fight is probably a casual. This is too close to call. Uh, alternate rounds over one and a half minus 145, under one and a half plus 110. Uh, he's definitely betting this, the fight. Yeah, 100%. Did Ashley Jackson. Ashley Jackson coming in. He's definitely betting. <laughs> Ashley knows you just like I do, bro. You're going to send me a DraftKings lineup like your fifth of the night and go, I had it, Benny. Do you like Benny later or Charles or whatever it is? I, this is this is what we do, man. I you know I say all the time. I'm laying on the couch. I go like last week. I didn't love a lot of spots on last week's card. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking bet them. Right, I ran out of bullets. I reloaded bullets, which I shouldn't have done. <laughs> but that's just what we do. All right, Christian, break down this fight for me, bud, and then I'll I'll, I'll send him home. Yeah, luckily this isn't uh, five minutes in the video because as you would say, this fight fucks. Fucks. Yeah, totally this is fun. an incredible fight. I keep forgetting it's not the main event. Like I'm like, oh, there's a fight after this. <laughs> it just sucks it's not five it. rounds too you know we're only getting three i wish it was five but you know oh yeah i don't think oh, it'll, yeah. i don't think it'll 
yeah, I don't think it'll get past those. I don't think it'll get there. Anyways. Yeah, I, I see a finish as well. Yeah, I guess the let's see under one and a half plus one ten. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, look, I I'll let you kind of break down the X's and O's. You do a better job of that than I do, but. I am pretty sure that Charles Oliveira is going to win by a round two knockout. Wow. I think he's going to get, get a little smothered in the first round, maybe some early success, get a little smothered. That's what Darius does. I mean, he's violent on the feet. He's violent on the ground. And I think he might pin him down there once. And I don't think Oliveira is going to like that. And mm. I think he gets him early in round two. Um, I just have this weird feeling about it. He's one of the most dangerous fighters ever. Mm. Darius isn't as dynamic. He's uh, not as athletic, slower mm. moving. Um, I don't think his strikes are as good. I don't think his subs are as good. It's just he does have just a better grappling game, I guess. It holds mm. you down and fuck you up sort of game. But I, I think Oliveris is too dangerous. It's just one of the best to ever do it. I think he's going to catch him, and I think he's going to catch him bad. Wow. That's a good prediction. Uh, this fight had me going back and forth. I rarely do this. I, I If I give a pick out publicly, I stick with it. Kenny was on Darius, so I went. He picked first, so I went uh, Olivera because of the way our game plays on the Anakin Florian. But I like Darius here, and I'll tell you why. Oliveira is came from nothing, wanted a shot in the UFC, now has everything. Multi-millionaire. He keeps talking about, I stay up late, I wake up early, I want my belt back. You know, he seems motivated. But that's why Floyd Mayweather is like one of the few guys that can still be this multi-millionaire and still want it as bad. A lot of guys don't. It's the Johnny Hendricks syndrome. They get the title, then they fade off. I think Oliveira's gonna come in, he's gonna look great. He's looked good the first round. But Darius wants it more. Hungry dogs run faster. Darius is intelligent. He's smart. He doesn't throw a lot of volume, but he throws precise, and he's got big power of that left hand. And his grappling is supremely underrated. His wrestling is good. His offensive jiu-jitsu is good. And the thing about Charles is people go, Charles, one of the most, the best UFC submission artists in the world, right? Why doesn't he go to, you know, compete against Gordon Ryan? Why doesn't he go to the ADCs or whatever? Because that's not kind of the jiu-jitsu he does. He is very aggressive on the ground. He's very, he's good to get these submissions, but he's also going to give himself up to other submissions. If he entered ADC or some of these grappling competitions, he would do well with some low-level guys. But once he gets the best of the best, he's getting subbed because he's been subbed a lot in UFC. Look at Islam Makachev. Islam Makachev jumped ahead and arm quick, and he tapped quick. Jim Miller got him. Anthony Pettis got him. He's been submitted. That's his game. I'm going to be kill or be killed, and people love him for it. I think that's a bad approach with Darius. The only pause I have instead of going all in on Darius is he's a little chinny, right? His chin is a little, uh. Anthony Hennett has got him. Dracar Close almost knocked him out. He's been buzzed before. Oliveira's striking is very pinpoint, accurate, straight. I mean, Justin Justin Gaethje said every time he got hit by Oliveira, it felt like lightning strikes, right? But Benny can crack, and he's and he's and he's smart. And I just I don't know how this fight's gonna go. It's gonna be a fucking barn burner. I like the under. I like I like Benny Darius probably by some kind of finish as well. I'll probably double chance KO submission. I can see him racking up a submission later in the fight. Um, and I think Benny. Another thing too is Charles when he used to get dropped, everyone backs away besides Islam. But everyone backed away. It was like you know what? No, no, no get up, get up. I don't want to go to ground with you. Benny will fall him down. Ben and Fulham, he don't give a fuck. Like, his jiu-jitsu is very good. You watch that Carlos Diego Ferrar fight. Carlos Diego Ferrar is a third-time or three-time legit black belt, like a real good black belt. And he might not have the submission credentials as Charles, but Benny went down there and, and beat him down there. So give me Benny Darius. I hate to switch picks because you watch me and Anakin Florian. I had Oliveira. That's kind of the game we play. Needed the underdog money. So give me Benny Darius. And uh, we're split on that right there. Timbo, what's up, babe? 
Uh, I need to change my pick, actually. Who are you going with, Charles? Yeah, I'm going with Charles. Damn, Charles, my man. breakdown's um, that bad that you're just going to switch on me, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I think, I think you've got a lot of uh, – you've got a – I was thinking more of Dariush on the feet. Okay. I've seen Charlie Allen just rock so many times. Sure. But if if, if Dariush if Dariush is confident as you are in his grappling, he's getting submitted, and that's uh, definite. Do you think so, Dariush will get I submitted by Charles Oliveira? Oh yeah, easy. No, you guys yeah. are sleeping on Dariush. Yeah. His if he, with, if he goes to the ground with Oliveira, he's getting submitted. Kenny, fact Jack. I am betting that now. You're betting that now. I will bet you Darius would submit Charles before Charles submits Darius. Okay. Let's do that little bet right there. Okay. Let's do it. No action if there's no submission. No action, right. No action or submission. If Charles wins by submission, I'll send you out like 50 bucks. You know, 50 50 bucks. Darius wins by submission, you send me like 50 bucks. You know what I mean? Just 50 bucks, man. There we go, man. Boom. Hey, all right. I love that. It's a great fight. And I'm not going to, you know, I am a sensitive guy, right? I don't cry, but I am sensitive. I had, I feel like I had a pretty good breakdown. And Timbo goes, hey, hang on a second. Fuck you and your breakdown. I'm switching my pick. So <laughs> confidence shattered. We move on. Uh, main event, Amanda Lemos, or Amanda Lemos, Amanda Nunes, minus 315 versus Irina Aldana, plus 260. Mexico, Viva La Mexico. They got some contenders. They got some fucking really good fighters right now. Alexa Grasso champion, Brenda Moreno, Arena Donna. She took it on short notice, but not really. Five weeks, I think, is plenty. She looks huge compared to Amanda. Uh, keep saying Lemos. Nunez at the little stare down they did. Um, you know, I like this fight. I don't love it for Canadian fans for it to be the main event. I, I don't want to be like sound like negative fan or whatever because it's a women's fight. I love women's fights, but... You know, I just feel like this is this is it, Canada deserves a little better for this. This is Amanda Lemos minus three twenty, Arianna plus two sixty five. Um, go listen. to the chat before we. Okay, what do you want me to go? Up. Because nobody cares about this fight. Okay, or his wrestling. And this we'll so we're back. We're back to the Darius fight. All right, Darius has been sparked before. Olives and Gacy testing batters in one shot. There we go. Uh, he plays old school Gracie JJ and the new wave wrestling just beats this every day. Michael McDermott, that's your cousin right there, right? That's my cud. He's cud. the one that does. He he's like the he gets us the little inside things oh, from uh, the Philly BJ. Gotcha. Casey. Okay, so this so, so this dude tidbits, right? so this dude's from Philly, right? And yeah, he uh, he's your, so he's your cousin and he's a fucking bloodline relative. I love it. With it only being three rounds, and the first round is going to be wild. Round one finish either way, plus 175. I do like that. Somebody yeah, worth a sprinkle. That. Yeah, worth more than the sprinkle, plus 175. Yeah, Evan said, no. Just, just <laughs> no. Nah. Uh, Trinidad Charles Redder win by submission, plus 300. You're wasting your money. Uh, Darius Grappling will win in MMA. Michael McDermott. There's no guarantee. Darius is nasty, pure BBJ. Alice is better MMA BJJ. Can't agree. Can't disagree. Can't disagree with that, Genie. That's a good point. Gucci, Alaver, no. Favela, Alaver, sub, and Erdang. Erdang. You're right. I, this is what I'm saying. He's got this beautiful house now. Like, there's there's a video where I'm pretty sure he shot a porno with, like, all these chicks. Like, it's very Bang Bro style. Like, this guy's living the life. It's so hard to come back from it. Look at Yoana Yojacek, right? I was just thinking this today. She showed up in UFC, spent her whole career as an MMA Muay Thai kickboxer, looking like a ghoul, looking like she lived underground, Right? She gets some success. She gets some titties. She gets tan. She gets hot. I'm done. I'm making more money selling Polish spring water than fighting. I'm done. I'll show my ass on Instagram and travel the world. 
that happens a lot in fighting. Fighting is not for everyone. Charles Rivera has been around forever, and I, I do truly believe that he wants it back, but I don't think he's training like he used to be training. That's just, again, I'm trying to fit my narrative. Oh, Oliver can take care of. She's back if Darius rolls like he did with Gamron, Tatum Temple, sleeping on Benny. People are sleeping, people are sleeping on Benny, but they're also not. You know what I mean? Charles' submission game is for IGBGF. This guy, Michael McDermott, just knows everything about fucking jits. Charles flying triangle round two. Jeez. Mike Sloman. I love it. All right, now we're on a minute limit. Lioness, 100%. People are picking Lioness. Let's see if you know chicks. Aldana money line, baby. Woo. Uh, pro tip on a bet like this on DraftKings. You make a same guard parlay. This is Trend Daddy, by the way. If you make a same game parlay for Nunez and over one and a half, it pays plus 100. If you select the pre made Amanda Nunez over one and a half, they have a pays minus 120. Good tip, Trend Daddy. So, so weird. Yeah, I noticed that. Amanda I noticed that like a year ago. Yeah, so a I'm going to keep year. it short and sweet because no one really cares about the fight. You're right. I think, I think Amanda has her own gym. She has a kid on the way. Everyone thinks she's going to be distracted, right? She's not pregnant, obviously. Nina is. But she's got her own gym. She got out of American Top Team. This is what champions need to do. They, they have enough money. She's a multimillionaire. They need to get a coach. She got Roger Kroll. They opened up their own space. Nina runs her life, runs her training camp. You bring people in, and the whole camp's focused on you. Instead of being in a room with... 20 hungry fighters all on the same mat you've been that you've done that in your career that's fine but you need to get some specialized training like Floyd Mayweather Floyd Mayweather has his own gym forever I keep bringing up Floyd Mayweather I don't know that's what pro boxers do MMA needs to kind of take that model you know when you get to this level Amanda Nunes I think is going to take down Aldana I think you know Aldana's dangerous on the feet Aldana's got a couple arm bars on her back she's not going to catch Nunes the, again another pause for me is Nunes tends to starts off hot starts off hot but there's some question of her heart. She quit against Pena when she gassed. She quit against uh, Kat Zagano back in the day. She's pulled out of fights from sinus infections to deviated symptoms, right? So there's a lot that moving pieces with her. I think she's a better fighter. I think she should win this fight pretty easily. Submission, obviously on the table late. Probably by decision, though. I think Amanda Nunes. And for the Canadian fans, excuse me, I hope it's like a banger. I hope they stay on the feet. I hope it's a wild fight. Um, I don't know if I see that way going. I'm going to go Nunez. Christian, who do you got here, babe? Yeah, this is Nunez all day. This fight is stupid. I can't believe it. I mean, ugh. It's just, it's just dumb. He's mad. Nunez is so it much just better. makes him mad. Aldana was, she was losing to Macy Chasen until she got that weird up kick to the liver. That was dope, was though, dude. Fights. That was yeah, cool that was as sweet. fuck. Yeah. I mean, lucky, yeah, I mean, was, but cool as well, fuck. I mean, yeah. you know, she's fighting Yum Yum Yana and macy chasen and vanessa Mello, like these like the people she's fighting these are just sure. her wins she's losing the people that oh uh, hold that on hold Amanda on boys hold on boys steamrolled marlon marais just got killed again for, oh god marlon oh, marais bro come on oh, you've been a champion outside the ufc you fought for the title i know you want that million in the pfl but give it up mickey mouse voice you're getting ko'd oh, protect your brain i can't believe I can't believe they they're even like they sanctioned him. I can't believe they sanctioned. There's a yeah. guy, Jay Ellis. He's like 15 and 98 or something. Yeah, and know, they sanctioned that, that guy, which is crazy. All right. There's so you a like, guy that go there's ahead. a guy that just recently that recently fought that's fought Jay Ellis twice. Who's yeah, like, yeah, he was, yeah, it was Nick Fiore. It was, one of his it was Nick Fiore. He fought Chase Hooper. He yeah. goes, Hey, I'm six and one. Yeah, but two of those are against Chase Ellis, bro. Or Jay Ellis, bro. What are we talking here? All right, you like Nunez. Uh let's get to yeah, the last. I mean, it's we, we want to see what kind of shape she's in because sure. it was so evident against in that first. Uh, what's Tim's girl? I, Pena, I Juliana Pena. Yeah, yeah she Pena. she gassed. Uh, 
yeah, you could tell there was, she didn't look right. And then the second one, she did look right. But I, I just, she's literally better everywhere. Yeah. So I, this is, this is such I, a I want to fight. see the Pena trilogy, right? Because Nunes said, I don't I, like. Well, because Nunes is like, I'm not retiring until I fight Pena. I can't have her have the belt. Because Nunes is like, if I retire, they're going to let Juliana fight for the belt. Those hate each other. I love a good rivalry. Let them fight well, again. It's not Nunes. a good rivalry, though. It is pretty good. That first fight, the, the fights are fun for sure. Yeah, they, okay, the fights are fun. The fights are fun. I mean, it's good. I, I mean, is a punching bag. co-main event somewhere in Vegas or whatever. They could main event. I mean, man, Nunes does have some star power. This pay-per-view is probably not going to sell well, though. Timbo, real quick, because the PFL starts at 10. I want to, you know, we got the locks to do still. So main event, don't want to shorten your time, but who you got? Um, sucks for Marlon Marais. A last non fight is Mikeo. That shit sucks for him. But Golly. yeah, short and sweet. I'm going with uh, Amanda Nunes. Yeah. The Linus, um, female goat. Give yeah. her to me. Nice. Yeah. Ray, Ray I, on the Anakin Florian really liked Irina Nana here. He thinks if. She stands up. She's got a shot. She's obviously got a great left hook or whatever. Tatum Temple asks under one and a half. Did they set this at three and a half? I don't back know. Back to back weeks with the main event. Three, three and a half. half. Isn't that it's such a weird set? Yeah. yeah. Two weeks in a row. Like That's weird. That is weird. All right. Here we go. We got lock time. Christian, you are the champ. So you pick. Uh, oh, hold on. 96. 96 RS. is 16 and one away. God damn. There's a, I think I've told this story before. The one, not the one time. I've had two scheduled fights when I was training. One time, my thyroid was acting up, so the doctor wouldn't sign the paper against Allen, the body bag Thatcher. I went to Indianapolis, watched him fight with a or Indianapolis. Allen, the body. I think he's two and zero. I think he retired at two and zero. But I was gonna go fight him in Indiana, and I fucking uh, I would have destroyed the guy or whatever. I sat cage side, just stared at him like Conor McGregor. Second time I was going to fight was against a promoter that used to promote in Indiana, and then he would promote and then fight on his own card. And my coach, who also was a promoter, was like, dude, we got to get you in there and fucking smash this guy. This guy fights like bums, whatever. So we actually did a stare down in Kentucky. We were going to fight, and then he pulled out. He said he broke his ankle. I'm like, all right, well, fuck it, or whatever. Uh, I show up to the fights, right? I'm, I was watching the fights. He's fighting. He fought some guy who was 5'7", Three, you know, because heavyweights, 315 pounds. And he beat him with a jab. And then he jumped on top of the cage, put a bandana on, and went like this, like a strap. And I'm like, what are you doing? Who sanctioned that? Oh, yeah, he did because he's the fucking promoter. All right, um, lock time. Christian, mortal, send him home, dog. You get your pick. You're the champ. Do what you got to do, babe. Look, I'm not going to do this to the people, but... Amanda Nunez is an all-time mortal lock-in at minus 320. Like, okay. or whatever. You should Listen, parlay her with absolutely yeah, you got Every bet you make, you should parlay her. And then you just take a little hedge out. You don't have to preference that. She's not minus 1,200. Minus 320 is a playable number for someone who we okay. think is going to like. Because I am. I'm literally yeah. going to parlay her with every single bet I make. So, I'm. she is. Yeah. She's your mortal lock. It, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm also very confident in the Mongolia, Mongolian murderer. The Mongolian murderer. Or let you long. The Mongolian murderer. Uh, Timbo, let's get your mortal lock here, babe. Timbo loves when I do that. He loves it. When I first did it, I remember he texted me. He's like, dude, I was cracking up. It's, it's scary. It still scares me. Timbo, mortal lock, bub. Uh, give me a big builder. Here. God damn. You gave me the second pick. I had to take it. God damn. Well, yeah, you deserve the second pick. I come in last and all these things. So mortal lock. For people to know, right, that's a great mortal lock for Timbo. I can't obviously pick it because, you know, that's not what we do here. 
That's my mortal lock as well, right? Just to let that you was, know. Obviously, that was my top choice for second. Yeah, I'm going I'm to pick a different guy, but that that is my mortal lock. All right. Uh, I get, you know, since I got the extra units on on them anyway, I guess I got to go Marc-Andre Barrera. I'm a little nervous because that will go to the decision. So you obviously going to be sweating that decision a little bit. It will be kind of a close fight. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have him as my mortal um, as well. All right, so... Let's go dog lock, or excuse me, dog or send him home, whatever you want, Timbo. Go ahead, Bob. Um, give me the send him home. Yeah, Bob. And give me uh, Charles Oliveira. Wow. My submission plus 300. Baby. You are out of your head if you think he's going to submit him. Yeah. That is so crazy to me. Yeah. He's as confident as you are with his grappling. Yeah. He's going to get his arm taken or his neck shoulders. I love it. I love a listen. Even though I disagree with you, and we got fifty bucks, I'm I'm in I'm excited about confidence. I love the confidence that you got. It it brings joy to me. Send him home. My send him home. Man, uh, honestly, I didn't have many choices. I have one written down, but I don't know. If I love it. Um, you know what? Just to make it fucking fun, because we got a fifty buck bet. Send him home, Benny Darius by submission, bitch. Hey, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Uh, Christian, send him home, Bob. Man, I, I, I want to pick Ige, but I just I can't do that to Nate the Train. So I you could. I'm gonna double down on Amanda. Wow. Okay. Just just fucking sticking with that one too. It's going to come down to that main event for you, pretty much. You got two locks in there. All right, dog lock. Everyone knows what I'm picking. I'm picking Chris Curtis. That's my dog lock. Obviously, there's a couple dogs I picked on here. Chris Curtis is the guy I like. Um, I really do like Steve Erchberg, or Erchsteg, excuse me, earlier in the early in the night. I think he's a live dog. Nate Detrain, obviously, live dog as well. We talked about him at length. But going with the action man, Chris Curtis, little puppy dog, not as juicy as the others, but that's my dog lock. Uh, Christian, dog lock, babe? Uh Give me Adam. Forget about it. Forget about forget it. Forget about it. That's such a good nickname that Trin came up with. All right, Timbo, Dog Lock. You got options here, babe. You got options. Is uh, is Belbita a dog? No, no, she switched. I think we established she. She right? switched. She became the favorite. Yeah. Oh, but you got All you right, got um, you got the Aussie. You got Nate. You got a few guys here, man. You got Zahabi. <laughs> the Aussie? Who's Steve, the Aussie? Steve Erkshag, the second fight of the night against uh, David oh, okay. Durant. Yeah. Okay. Steve yeah. You guys yeah. got me scared now. It's like a minus 270 favorite, and I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck, both my boys. Are it's just, you know, it's just because the guy you don't know, and he's coming in or whatever, and he's, I'm telling you, I looked at tape on him, he looks good. He can go out there and get dusted because. Quality of competition is pretty much everything nowadays in the UFC. I mean, you're looking at the ultimate fighter right now, vets versus, you know, the up-and-coming guys. The vets are 2 and spoiler, the vets are 2-0. and oh. I mean, the vets are just smoking these dudes, you know, and I kind of figured that would happen because experience is a lot in MMA nowadays. All right, boys. Again, for all the people out there in the world, I apologize. Oh, wait, hold on. I got some more things to do. All right. Green Hammer play. Barriot Anders, your boy, over Two and a half, minus 175. That's a lock of the century. Slimeball parlay. You got Blake Builder. Oh, shit, I froze. Hang on. Hang on. Come back to me, boy. Come back to me, camera. Come back to me, camera. This is, you this got is, your audio. I got my audio, but this is what it fucking does to me, man. 
This goddamn StreamYard. You, you'd act like I'm streaming from the fucking library or something with this shit. What the fuck the is... homeless guy next to you. Yeah, the what the fuck is going on? All right, go back to Camling for... Here we go. Oh, okay. I'm back. I'm back, babe. All right, here we go. So, recap. Green Hammer, Barrett, your boy, over minus 175, over two and a half, minus 175, lock of the century. Slimeball Parlay, you got Blake Builder, you got Miranda Maverick, and you got, you know what, I, I, I've never, I've done this once or twice, excuse me, I'm switching my Slimeball Parlay. Ooh. Switching it right now. Blake Builder, Miranda Maverick are in the parlay. They're in the parlay, but I'm switching it up. Hang on, let me let me get the number for you guys. It was gonna be Mike Malott. I just had a gut feeling not to do it. So we got Blake Builder, Miranda Maverick, and Christian's confidence spoke to me. Amanda Nunez. That's the slime ball parlay. Oh, yeah. We're looking at plus 148. Not the juiciest, right? Yes. It's a little little bit of a dry fruit, but you know, that's what it is. Let me recap the locks before we go. Chat, you're amazing. Timbo's locks are send him home, Charles Oliveira. We got to send him home off. My send him home is Benil Daryush, $50 bet by submission. You know who's going to win that one? It's gone, baby. Um, we got Mortal Lock, Blake Builder, and we got Dog Lock, Steve Urchseg for Timbo. That's a pretty juicy card. That's got a lot of mozzarella on that one. That's a nice one. Then we got Christian, who's doubling up on Amanda Nunez. Mortal Lock, send him home. Amanda Nunez, he thinks she's going to run through Irina Nana. You know, that's what, that's what he does. Sorry, Ray. She and then his do. dog lock is Adam. Forget about it. Forget. <laughs> my dog lock, Chris Curtis, mortal lock, Mark andre Bellu. And then my, um, and my send him home is going to be Benny Dariush. Probably by knockout, submission, whatever he wants to do. Big old Benny. He looks 50. He's only 34. Let's go. A lot of gray hair. All right. I love every single one of you. Sorry for the tech difficulties. As always, Christian Timba, I love you. I'll be on the beach next week. Christian. You should fly down to Wilmington, North Carolina, and see your cousin who lives on the boat or whatever. We'll hang out. Got a condo on the beach. Timbo, Virginia's not that far. Make the drive, babe. We'll have a good time. Killer Cam, Killer Cam needs to see that ocean, babe. All right? Yeah. I'll see you, boys. You guys are the best. See Thank you, you, chat. You guys are awesome. Woo! That was it. Sorry. Listen. Sorry for the for the technical difficulties. You probably didn't hear the technical difficulties. Um, I explained it a million times. I mean, at this point, it's a, it's a joke. At this, I, I don't know what to do at this point. It is such a joke. I made it through the show. Christian and Timbo are amazing. Um, they're the only reason I made it through that show is because I was so mad. If it was me, I would have I would have been like, you know what, fuck it. This is audio only. Whatever. I would have freaked out. Um, but since those guys are there and and you guys in the chat are incredible, um, I stuck it through. But literally, like, I'm trying to make a joke about it, but it's. When things don't work for me, especially in the tech field, when I when I put so much effort into it, it drives me fucking bonkers. I don't know what to do, um, but I do know I love every single one of you that were here. I love every single one of you that listens. Let's have a good fight week. I'm going to be on the beach next week. However, packing a, packing a microphone, I bought a little stand, packing the computer, whatever. The graphics won't be the same and all that for a solo podcast, but we're getting the picks in for next Saturday, the 17th. My mother's birthday. Happy birthday, mom. But you're going to see Beach Brian. I'll be in the condo on the beach doing the podcast next week. Come out sometime later in the week. Uh, I love every single one of you. Thank you so much. Let's go. Let's make some picks with our man Brian.
perfect week for Brian Petrie yet again.